0: Come on, let's get nuts! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Film Junkie Live. How's everybody doing out there? It's Monday, the end of Monday. Don't worry, day's over. You know, we get got right through another Monday. I think we're gonna be all right. So, welcome to Film Junkie Live. Your first time here? Hey. Thank you for joining. We're going to talk some movies and some craziness for the next... God, no, there's so much to talk about. Every Monday, it's so much to talk about. But I appreciate you guys clicking in the way that you do. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you want to become a member, join the Film Junkie community. Do so, please. And uh, yeah, there's like a little weird bar thing right there. Sorry. There's like a stupid thing It's like... Nah. Anyways. It's there for a reason. Yeah, smash that like, thumbs up, subscribe, hit the notification bell, you guys know the drill. Anyways, let's go ahead and see what, who's out there. All right, there we go. Uh, what's going on, Next fear I think it's fire, X-Fire. Probably saying your, uh, your your name wrong, but yo, hey yo. Patrick, what's going on? I did What's So Serious, I watched Barry TV and Sonny Dra- Jagged Minds. never heard of that. Okay, well, I mean, we're gonna be talking spoilers here, so if you haven't seen The Flash yet, just giving, you know, just putting it out there already that there's going to be spoilers for sure. We got Miss Jackson here. Yes, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's working for you this time. And we got Miss Nighthawk. How's it going? How's it going, gorgeous? Saying hello to everybody. We got, uh, yeah, there was like an echo, was there? Right? It happens. Um, what's going on, Nerdy Mastermind? Uh, who else we got here? We got Mr. Josh Herrera. Released the uh, Mushkietica, right? So you haven't seen the flash yet. Well, like I said, when we get when we get into it, I mean, it's it's all you know, spoilers everywhere. It's it's not going anywhere. What's going on, Eric? Yeah, that's why I really want to see a Blu-ray with deleted scenes and alternate endings. Yeah, I think we all wouldn't mind that. But it's just, it's really up to the director and up to the studio if they actually want to do that. And something tells me that they might not want to do that. That's all. Uh, I got nuts twice already. Okay. Going again tomorrow with the wifey. Okay, you're talking about going to see the movie. I thought you were talking about something else. Uh, You know, anyways. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh, are you still banned? What's with the capitalization, Russ? Russ. Don't do capitalize. Don't capitalize. It sounds like you're yelling. It sounds like you're yelling. You know, have some chat etiquette, okay? What's going on, Mr. Niner for life? What's going on? Good to see you, buddy. Do you all think uh, The Flash will have an early VOD release because of its box office performance? And we'll see. We'll see if it has legs. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Uh, the quality of DC in DC died. Well, hopefully, it'll be invigorated soon. Uh, let's see. Hybrid. Uh, the hybrid verse. Yeah, we need DC Lord of the Rings back. And, of course, we have uh, Mr. Everts here. Good to see you. And then, of course, we got Mr. Fabian right here, who just, I, he must have this copy and pasted for everything. For everything. So, again, it's like, again, these, this, 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 these two hashtags contradict each other. If you boycott WB, you're not going to get the restored Snyderverse. Just saying. Use logic. Use the logic. If they think you're going to boycott, they're not going to, okay. But whatever. We don't want, I mean, we yeah, got something to say about that, too, when it comes to, obviously, when it comes to Rebel Moon, we'll talk a little bit of Rebel Moon as well, too, so... I mean, I, I, Russ, stop it with the capital, please, stop it with the capitalization, it does sound like you're yelling, you sound like an old man yelling at a cloud, I'm just saying, that's what it sounds like, Urgh. what's going on Stephanie T, good to see you, we got Mind of Inception right here, also good to see you too, alright, again guys, make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Do all that, uh, subscribe if you have it, and like I said, you want to become a member, you do a members-only stream after every Wednesday show. Hopefully your guys' um, weekend was great, mine was great, of course. Happy Father's Day, whoops, happy Father's Day to, uh, again, yesterday was Father's Day, got to have breakfast with my dad, which was great, and uh, hopefully you guys uh, spend some time with your dads, too, and uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Yes, I I poured myself a Monday spritzer, so cheers, guys, cheers to Monday. And Monday be it over with, yes, that's right, you know what I watched over the weekend, uh simply because again, spoilers, you know, spoilers when it comes to you know, I mean it's yeah, I mean spoilers I'm always there's gonna be spoilers uh talking about now, I mean you, you can't avoid them anymore. this movie's been spoiled up up and down, but I watched the death of Superman Lives. On Saturday, showed it to Nighthawk. She hadn't seen it yet. She didn't really know about the Nicolas Cage Superman. So, you know, I think I mentioned to her before, but yeah, I mean, it is one of those things where I mean that that cameo was definitely that little shot was definitely for the people that were more in the know. That was for nerd culture. That definitely was. But there's some people that like yeah didn't have not even uh, don't even know what the hell that was. So. Don't even know what the hell that was. The so bang, uh, so bang is done with DC. All right, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, and that's what I, yeah, Stephanie T, I was just thinking that too. I was like, man, if only John Schnepp. I mean, I'm glad that Kevin Smith is enjoying it because obviously he was one of the writers on there and the whole big spider thing. So, you know, it was cool too. Yeah, you had to explain that. But like I said, I mean, you could, uh, you could find There's a, there's a good cut. I mean, there's, it wasn't on Amazon. I would have gladly, we would have gladly rented it on Amazon. But for some reason it was unavailable. But there was like a copy on YouTube that we watched. So, but yeah, if you haven't watched that yet, do yourself a favor, watch it. It's interesting because these studios were acting like this back then. That's the thing. Studios will studio, I guess you could say. These, these suits up in their fucking towers that are trying to make decisions on these movies with stories and characters that we love. And it's sad because it's all about money and everything like that. So, I mean, it's just, it's all ridiculous. But they, I mean, they they were so like in pre-production when it came to that Superman Lives movie, and then they just freaking axed it. I mean, it's crazy. And it would have it, it. And it, there was no way that it was just going to be okay. That that movie would have been either fantastic or just a pleasurable disaster. That's all I'm saying. And I'm hoping one of these days that they do somebody does like an animation, something I don't know. Do a book, probably. I don't know. I know there was like some channel that we watched a little trailer when it came to the Nicolas Cage Superman. So, anyways, going on Shamagic? magic. What's going on, James Newport? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, get it on. Let's get to the tweets. Let's get to these tweets. Let me fix this right here first. Boop. All right. There we go. That's better. All right. Everything's good. All right. Let's go ahead and get to these tweets and uh, we'll go through all this uh, craziness right here. Oh, my God. Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning. Yes. Cannot wait for this movie. One of my most anticipated movies of the year. This is a cinema, Cinemark uh, XD poster right here, and of course, uh, some internet reactions came out for for Dead Reckoning, which of course were positive. Internet reactions always seem positive. And then, I mean, speaking of positivity, I mean, you want to you want to see like a uh, you want to see a timeline cleanser right here. This is so great right here, Mr. Kwan. Uh, surprising Harrison Ford on the Indiana Jones red carpet. So great. This guy's just like just full of positivity. And look at look at Harrison Ford's face. Oh, <laughs> Just a great moment. You're all grown, You're all grown up. up. You're all grown up. How proud are you of this guy? How, how proud are you of this guy? Just such a touching moment. Oh. Adorable. Absolutely adorable. Gotta love that. What's going on, Andre? Good to see you. And then, of course, there's reactions uh, about Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny right there, too. So, yeah, what's going on, Jeroga Good to see you. Axel's here. If you like Indiana Jones, I think you'll like Dial of Destiny. It feels that simple. Wonder, adventure, adrenaline, glee, and indie magic. Yeah, there's like some um, yeah, back and forth when it comes to the reactions to that. But I'm very excited about this. We're getting there, guys. We're getting there, folks. Two seasons of Batman the Cape Crusader. Um, according to M.P. Morales, it says right here that they show a scene from Bat... They showed a scene, apparently, I forgot, it at the uh, NSC fe- Festival. They showed a scene for Batman the Cape Crusader, the new Batman the Animated Series that's going to be coming out, which is amazing. And uh, it's really in the style of the 90s Batman the Animated Series. And... Um, I love that. I love they put BTAS series. That's like saying ATM machine. Anyways, uh, they introduced the character designs. We're going to have Catwoman, Clayface, Barbara Gordon, Renee Montoya, and of course, Commissioner Gordon. Cannot wait. Oh, cannot wait for that. Cannot wait for that. Hasn't released yet. We're not sure when it's going to release. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay, and then that was a shot. This was uh, Zack Snyder posting this right here from Brazil. His room, I mean, come on. Look at that room right there. Look at that TV in that room. But yeah, this is him filming a nice little shot right here of his hotel room in Brazil for the Tadam event. And then speaking of Tadam, there's uh, Miss Sofia Batella arriving right there in style. Uh, Looney Tunes, Birds Collide. That was pretty funny. Beep, beep. We got some more behind the scenes of uh, Ghostbusters stunt people right there, stunt people. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and then of course we got some Mortal Kombat. We got some Mortal Kombat castings right here. So is anybody actually looking forward to the Mortal Mortal Kombat sequel? I mean, I'm curious to see what it's going to be like, but I didn't really, I didn't really like the first one all that much. I like certain aspects of it, but uh, the main story, the main the w- main thing that it all that that played out when it came to the main story with a brand new character that I didn't think was likable at all. You know, it just didn't work. But at least some of it did work. But yes, yeah, New Line rounded up a cast for Mortal Kombat 2. We got Martin Ford, which apparently is this guy who's playing Shokan. We got Desmond Shiam, and we got uh, Anna. Uh, yeah, we got it's I don't know who these characters are playing exactly. That's the thing. I don't know who these actors are playing. Let's see yeah, Cole Young, blah, blah, blah. I don't think they're actually really announcing who the characters are, but you can uh, pretty much Guarantee that this mother yeah, this guy is playing Shokan. I mean, that's a big dude I think that's pretty good for this character right here. I mean, that's good casting at least so It's like Seth Rogen, right? Yep. So there's some Mortal Kombat news. Again, it's just like, I don't know what, what this movie is going even, to even be. I mean, Carl Urban as Johnny Cage, I still find that very freaking weird. I don't know. I don't know. Took seven years for directors. And I think we'll talk more about this on Wednesday's stream. But, uh, you know, this is the, the Flash shooting schedule right here when it came to at least Andy Muschietti. Started filming on uh, April 17th of 2021, second unit wrapped in August, principal photography wrapped uh, October 17th, scheduled VFX photography in 2022 of May, two weeks, one day pickup, which was uh, late September of 2022. And then, of course, one day pickup in January of 2023. So there was a little schedule right there. Um, I love it when dumbasses um, do stupid shit like this. Why would you ever want to hold a stingray in your hands, guys? What the hell? California round stingray. Ouch. Ow! Ah! Ow! Ah! What'd you think was going to happen, right. dude? Fuck ah! around and find out. Yeah. California round stingray. Bam. Ow! Jesus Christ. You deserve it. That guy deserved every little bit of that. Every little bit of that. Don't even hold on. Why are you going to hold on to a stingray? They have a tail that has a stinger on it. Frick's sake, Steve Irwin got killed by a stingray. Weirdos. Ever want to see The Simpsons in real life? Apparently this uh, AI, AI generated The Simpsons in real life. So there's Homer. There's Marge. (laughs) Marge not looking. She doesn't have the beehive whole thing right there. And she's all tatted up and everything. My God. There's Bart, there's Lisa. I mean, they got everybody right here. Maggie, (laughs) they got everybody. Yeah. They did the whole freaking cast. Every character, AI. This is what AI is doing right here. Showing us live action. Live action Simpson characters. I thought that was interesting. Very interesting. Sony holds 2024 and 2025 dates for Marvel movies. I know she needs the freaking hair right there. I mean, they, they just made her look like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that was very interesting. But uh, Sony, uh, everybody's hoping that Spider-Man 4 is going to be, you know, because Sony put some hold dates for 2024 and 2025, most likely for Spider-Man type movies. Most likely the 2024 date is not going to be Spider-Man 4, but the 2025 date might be. Wes Anderson, yeah, that kind of looked like Wes Anderson a little bit. They should get Matt Reeves to play Ned Flanders. Okay, cool. Uh, And apparently, uh, Deadline, I don't know. I mean, this is so weird. I don't know if it's been, I mean, I guess it's official now. Are we officially here? This happened over the weekend that Andy Muschietti is, in fact, going to be directing Batman, The Brave and the Bold. I mean, I, get, I think they were trying to do this because I don't know if they were trying to soften the blow because they knew that the Flash was tracking badly, but then at the same time, now people are, there's a, you know, the the haters out there are just kind of going like, why would you want this guy, why would you want this man to direct Batman Brave and the Bold when the Flash's box office is not doing well? But then I'm, at the same time, I'm like, well, he's still a du- good director, guys. Yes, the Flash doesn't seem, at least with the opening opening weekend, didn't, attract a, a big crowd, sure, but at the same time I'm like, Andy Mushketty's still a pretty talented director. I think that this actually works. Said it many, many times. I've done streams about it. I think he can handle it pretty well. So, but that's just me. That's just me. And then Mr. Austin right here. He was at the full circle event, so he posted some pictures that he took with people, which is cool, with Ray Fisher. And then of course there's Scott and Steven right there and then of course we took a selfie as well so some more full circle things right there we got a shot of miss gal gadot from a uh, heart of stone right there which we saw a preview of over the weekend we got another ahsoka soka shot right there from total film which looks pretty sweet did you guys see this shit what the hell you guys want to actually moonwalk who's gonna buy this AI powered electric shoes. These shoes allow you to walk at the speed of running. What? These are moonwalkers. moonwalkers. AI powered electric Why shoes would anybody that make walk walking like faster that. and easier. Weird. With these shoes, you simply walk as normal. The shoes will analyze your performance you don't walk and normal. send normal. you results weird to the eight motorized your wheels on the bottom. You don't bottom, walk as normal. Controlling their speed. To accelerate, all you need to do I mean, is I speed guess up your movement. If you're going to the airport like that, that would be Unlike something. roller skates. They require no extra skills beyond walking. So it won't so take weird. you long to pick up the knack. Would you try these? These shoes it's allow you to walk, speed. It's only a matter of time, folks. It's only a matter of time before we have floating chairs just like in WALL-E, and we're all just going to be fat as hell. Very strange. What, what do they call those? What do they call those sneakers that had the wheels in the back? Wheelies or something like that? Remember that? And but you had to like get on your heels to like roll. Remember that was like a fad for a little bit for like you know in the early to mid 2010s. What if you weren't? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just very strange. Very strange to me. We got a new shot of Margot Robbie and Barbie brushing her teeth with a very big toothbrush. So there we go. Just crazy stuff. Um, Okay, so... (laughs) Somebody said it in the beginning. Are we going to start campaigning for the Mushkieti cut? But then at the same time, I'm pretty sure that the Mushkieti cut is the cut that we got. But according to Sasha Kaye, she says some fight scenes between Supergirl and Zod were cut from the movie, of course, because they were too a little too R-rated. How? How are these two R-rated? What the hell was actually happening? I'm just kind of wondering, I, I, I wonder about why, how could something, two Kryptonians fighting who have, who are pretty powerful, how could they, how could it be R-rated? I mean, more stabbing happen happening? Maybe she stabs them somehow? And then, I mean, obviously we know that she gets stabbed, but I mean, they show that, you just don't show the blood. So I'm kind of wondering what exactly was so R-rated when it came to the Supergirl and Zod fighting? I'm just kind of wondering about that. Like, what, what what, exactly, what is, what was R-rated, you know? I mean, did part of her suit get ripped in a nipple fallout? I don't know. What is R-rated? I just want to know. What is the details with that? So, I just, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I guess, I don't know, who knows what we'll find out. Fight smashing? Don't even, don't. See, you, you went there. You went there, Game City Savior. You went there, but. Pulled someone's heart out? I mean, her heart, I guess? But, I mean, that doesn't seem like that's a fighting thing. I don't know. And then speaking of Sasha Kaye, she posted some behind-the-scenes images that she took and they took from the set, and then, of course, her dressing room and then fighting. You know, she's having a good time right there. And then uh, back to the whole Batman Cape Crusaders described as everything that Bruce Tim wanted to do in Batman the Animated Series, but because it ran on a kid's channel, he wasn't able to do. We already know about this, but I'm just so excited. Ah. And then of course we we'll definitely will be talking about it on DC Fanimated. I don't know when. I don't know if we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll figure that part out. But if you, you know, if you haven't been watching D- the DC fanimated streams, Scott and I have been just going through, we're at, we're at Superman right now. We're Superman, the animated series. We already did two seasons of Batman, the animated series, but we're going in chronological order. Um, but I mean, obviously this is not going to be tied to anything when it comes to all those cartoons. So we might, I don't know, we might, I'm like. we still got to get a release date. I don't think it's coming out till next year, but we both are very excited for it. And then this is hilarious right here. Uh, Las Vegas locally, they posted this right this? here. You know, because obviously we've been hearing about the, you know, that big UFO sighting. Somebody posted this awesome video right here. It's just, it's cool. Come Joe, on. What is this? Bro? What is this? What Another is UFO. This? But of course we all know what it is. You could tell by the silhouette. <laughs> it's hilarious. I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, It's pretty funny A little Millennium Falcon Humor right there Not too shabby And then of course uh, on the 16th We got the uh, release the air cut stuff That was uh, being posted all over the place And uh, on tonight's uh, Kevin Kevin Smith, Fat Man Beyond He'll be talking about the Schumacher cut Because he got a copy of it So I'll be watching that for sure uh, new DC animated series Beast Boy Lone Wolf is in development at Hanna-Barbera Studios, so we're getting a Beast Boy animated series. And I already see people are already going like, "Who wanted that? Who cares? If it's not for you, don't watch it. Not everything's for us." That's what I always love about this. Is like you know, when it comes to the superhero shows, cartoons, movies, not everything is supposed to be catered to you. Okay. It's not always catered to you. You don't have to watch everything, but other people can enjoy it, right? Okay. Uh, we got, this is Phil Cho right here. I always love his, uh, his Batman color scheme drawings and everything, so we got a Ben Affleck Justice League costume in the blue and gray. It looks pretty sweet. And then we got the uh, Thomas Wayne version from the, uh, obviously this is like, he added a little bit more to the Flash, to the Flash Batfleck costume. We got Sasha Kaye doing some wire work right here that was also released. Like I said, there's, a, yeah, look at that. She's already got that landing down. And three, a two, perfect landing. One. Action. Action. Hey, we got, some more, uh, we got some more shots right here from Batman Forever, the Schumacher cut. Look at that. Jim Carrey. What? They filmed a scene where he was there with a hard hat? I don't know if that's actually going to be in the movie, but hey, I guess we'll see. We'll see, but there's Jim Carrey right there. Hey, I don't care what anybody says. He played an excellent Riddler. Some people didn't like it. He was, you know, but hey, what could he do? This is pretty funny. Wrong number. <laughs> it's a good little gag right there. Good little gag. <laughs> Jesus! Uh, remember, guys, we still got uh, we still got Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Aquaman in the Lost movie is more like it. Um, we still got that coming out in De- December, right? Hey, you never know what could happen. Maybe uh, maybe something could blow up. But apparently, they're doing reshoots again because Jason Momoa posted on his Instagram that yes, he's in fact getting his hair colored. Again, and uh, look at that. There's a shot right there. Look good, uh, look good with uh, Aquaman right there. So he's got the eyes and everything. So apparently, there's some more reshoots that are happening when it comes to Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So many reshoots. I mean, I, this is how many reshoots now? I mean, it's just getting <laughs> it's, it's just getting um, it's just getting ridiculous because yeah, this movie was supposed to fit somewhere else and I don't know. It just seems like it just, there's yeah, exactly. Stephanie. There's what's the point? (laughs) There's really the point. What is the point? But I mean, they're trying to save this movie and I've told you guys from what I heard, James Wan is just, not he doesn't care anymore he shot the initial stuff and apparently he's not really too involved when it comes to these reshoots because the guy has a production studio he wants to go back to horror movies which i don't blame him go back make some beautiful horror movies james wan i love your horror movies go back to that um but yeah so that's what's happening right now i mean jesus i i yeah i mean this movie's going to get ripped apart. I just have a feeling it's going to get ripped apart. If you thought The Flash got ripped apart when it came to VFX, I, I'm willing to bet that this one is going to get ripped. I mean, because there's going to be, you know, it's just serious VFX that are going to, and it's going to probably not look that great. It's not going to look that great. What can he do, though? What can he do? I think I read that Jason and Saffron are trying to save. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I actually said that. Lisa? Um, because from what I gathered, uh, well, who's handling these reshoots mainly is Saffron and Momoa. So you might have read that. I think I posted that on the Patreon. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm rooting for Blue Beetle, and I'm even rooting for Aquaman. I, I am. I'm rooting for it. I hope that it actually will surprise us, but it, I just think it's going to end up being a shit sandwich. I really do. ah <sighs> These are, these are I mean, come on. How could you not, how can you not kind of s- smile at this? You got Ezra and Ben right here having a good time, joking around, obviously, laughing. It's a good shot. And I love the black and white. I love that they're in black and white. And I will say that shot right there of Ben Affleck in the suit looks better than he did when he was standing in the shot. Let's face it. I mean, we've heard the complaint, and people have complained, of course, and I've even thought that, yeah, suit didn't really work out. But right there, the suit looks okay. The suit looks good right here. Everything looks good on Ben Affleck right there. But for some reason, like, and it might be a lens thing. We talked about lenses on the vodka stream. Of course, Stephen Colbert, like he, you know, he showed up, started talking about, you know, because obviously there was like a certain style that Andy was shooting with, certain lenses that kind of made things almost fisheye looking. I don't know. But I mean, if you've seen the movie when he's standing there on the bridge, yeah, the suit doesn't look that great at all. But right here, it looks fine. Right here, it looks pretty good. But I told you guys too, um, or maybe I told the members, told Patreon or whatever. But you know, from the information that I got, when it came to this suit, it was supposed, to, it was meant to just be a stunt suit. Ben was never going to wear it. But then they added probably the scene that we see, of course, in the movie. So we had to put on the suit, and uh, you know, right here it looks fine. But man, when it when it came to when it came to the actual shot and he's just kinda of standing there, it looks awkward. It just does look awkward. But right there it looks pretty good. See, I love I love it when I post images right here, you know. I posted this image, let's get nuts. This is before the vodka stream on Friday. So I did that. And then, of course, you know, it's cool because then somebody could just Photoshop and we got the Eye of Stone podcast guys. They uh, posted they put they put my head right there. So Tom Cruise Film Junkie. So that's what, you know, I always po, I always do like, you know, if I pose for something or whatever the heck, I do it in front of the green screen and I let anybody go at it when it comes to Photoshop. So. Um, let's keep on. Okay, so Chris Stuckman right here. He actually, this is pretty funny because Chris Stuckman, he's one of my inspirations. I've been watching his videos forever, and he was one of my inspirations to start my channel. And Chris Stuckman actually had something, you know, uh, this is from his Indiana Jones review right here. And he said something pretty, pretty great. Because modern, modern film criticism is not the same as it was. It definitely is not. You either have to love the movie or you have to hate the movie, it seems. It's really weird. I try not to be like that. Anytime that I watch a movie, I always go, you know, maybe this movie wasn't for me. Who's this movie for? I saw The Little Mermaid. That movie was not for me. I kept on thinking about the freaking mermaids blinking. You guys saw my first reaction review. I kept That was what I was fixated on. It was how much they were blinking underwater. It wasn't for me, but I said, yeah, I, people that like Disney movies, like the original, maybe they'll dig it, you know? And I just, I try not to, or I mean, unless a movie I just think it's just, what the, f-, you know, I just, I can't stand what I saw. I'll shit on it like crazy, but I usually don't do that. I didn't really enjoy Fast X, but I'm like, but the, I mentioned the things that I like, but he brought this up right here and it's, it's pretty good. We also live in a world now where film criticism has kind of blended with film journalism and entertainment hosts. And the whole idea of actually talking about a film with any nuance has almost universally lost its meaning, Yes, which is very sad. I can still go back and read Roger Ebert's reviews and I feel like I am really getting to the root of the film when I, when I listen to the way he spoke about films. And I I just don't really feel that anymore. I feel like we have become so binary. It's either good or it's bad, it's great or it's awful. And there's no room for nuance anymore, which I just think is awful. We also live in a world now where film- I freaking agree 100%. One hundred percent. I agree with this because, yeah, it just seems like nobody could just like I mean, I'm not saying this is every everywhere, everyone, but it just seems like now you have to go either. You have to do like say the movie was just God awful and it's the worst movie ever. And all this hyperbole bullshit that I keep on seeing. I mean, I see it in my I see it on my timeline, especially when it comes to the flash, when people say like every, you know, the, the all the VFX looked awful in the flash. I'm like all the VFX, all of it. There wasn't like some shots that you thought were pretty good. You're just gonna say all the VFX. You're gonna do that fucking hyperbolic bullshit. I hate that. It's like not everything. You could you could say like not all of it. You know, you know, certain things you didn't like. Okay, but it's like no every scene or every whatever every piece of VFX was just awful. The worst dog shit. There's so no nuance anymore, man. I thought this was pretty funny. There was like, <laughs> it's, it's like, you got a bunch of people fighting, so somebody decided to... <laughs> 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 it's a big huge, huge brawl with lightsabers. Come on, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Hey, what's going on, Travis? You're bringing up the Stuckman video next time everyone throws. <laughs> but see, that's a thing, Russ. Or not Russ. Sorry, Travis. Jesus Christ. I don't know why. Russ is on my brain. You out there, Russ? Um, no, Travis, that's the thing. That I can, even though I, I did not like, I did not like, and I don't ever plan on ever watching it again, Thor, Love and Thunder. But I could still, in my reviews, I'll just say like what worked, at least for me. I thought the tone of that final act, when they go to the, the shadow planet, I thought that was cool. Cool aesthetic, cool everything like that. Then, you oh, know, there's certain things. I'm like, okay, this this could work, but most of it didn't work for me, and I could just kind of explain it like that. I'm like, yeah, this wasn't for me, blah, 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 blah. But I'm not going to, like, you know, I'm not going to, like, rip your throat out. I'm not going like, to, like, totally just chastise you for liking it right there. <sighs> exactly. I don't know why. Yeah. So... you're still with the capitalized letters, Russ, jeez. And then we got a new shot of Blue Beetle right here, which of course, that costume is absolutely gorgeous. You're gorgeous, dear. You're gorgeous, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you, Jaime. And then look at this, ah, yes, baby, yes, yes, yes. Ah, the Ecto-1, doing a little driving right there. Love that. That'll hopefully be a cool shot, people filming that. They're filming in uh, New York. That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, breaking news, guys. Both Buzz and Woody are confirmed for Toy Story 5. Just in case you were wondering, if the two main characters of Toy Story weren't going to be in Toy Story 5, yes, they are, in fact, in Toy Story 5. Good job, Pop Crave. You're, 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 You're killing it. You're doing the Lord's work. You're doing the Lord's work. There he is. This is a pretty cool shot right here, behind-the-scenes shot. Keaton. Um, and then, of course, he's got some blood on his face. So if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what they're shooting right here. But, yeah, you got Keaton right there and Andy um, talking. It's a pretty cool shot. I like the black and white. Somebody had an I Love Snyder. I Love Snyder sign right there at Tadum, which is cool. Tadum was rough. Tadum was rough. I couldn't I couldn't watch it. I told you I mean I was like I couldn't watch it. Tadum was like, uh well, I mean, I'm not the demographic when it comes to most of the Netflix series and movies that are coming out. I mean it was like anytime they showed the crowd, it was like it was like twenty to one girls and and everybody looked like they were at you know, at least twenty two and under when it came to the crowd. And then of course the hosts were all annoying. Everything was annoying, but hey, there we go. We got The Witcher right here. We got Cavill right there. Dressed to the nines. That's right. Cavill just was like, fuck it. I'm just going to put on this shirt that's baggy and some nice pants. My hair is going to be a mess. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Cavill gave no shits. He was like, ah, whatever. You know, everybody else you got dresses and you got this, you know, him over here with the suit. Yeah. So there's Cavill right there, which, uh, you know, I mean, it's his last season. But then you got these beautiful people right here. Jesus, look at this. That's a good shot right here of Zach and Debbie and, of course, Sophia. Because they were there, of course, uh, for Rebel Moon. Looking good. Looking good. Why is Cavill there? Because he's in season three of The Witcher. Anyways, and then, of course, they mentioned that Linda Hamilton will be in the final season of Stranger Things. I mean, I know they already kind of touched a little bit on time travel, but I think there's going to be full on time travel that does happen. I think there's going to be full on time travel. You know, I think, you know, you bring in you bring in you bring the mother of the future and somebody from a a big time time travel story into the mix. I think there's going to be some time travel that happening happens. Big time, like people going back in time when it comes to when it comes to um, Stranger Things Season 5, whenever the hell we actually see it. And then, of course, yes, guys, we got Rebel Moon footage. You saw my reaction to it, which was great. Um, The featurette that had some footage, but also it was just a featurette. They don't have a lot of it done. Uh, I was just I was on uh, Ohio Dave's and um, Anthony's ACS's stream that they do Amateur Hour yesterday. We talked about it. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was a fun panel, but we all kind of talked about it. But yeah, you saw my reaction to all this, and it was uh, it was glorious. Of course, there's the man right there. I mean, Zack Snyder. Not only does he know how to shoot a movie, but he knows how to shoot a behind the scenes featurette. I mean, there's some shots in here. Like, that shot right there, I mean, Jesus, it's so freaking cool. Like, what's going on? That crane shot, looking down. It's just, I mean, there's, this whole thing was just pretty damn amazing. Of course, showing the storyboard, the makeup, all this stuff just looks pretty damn sweet. You know, you kind of just break it down right there, but yeah. That's the only thing I was, well, not the only thing, but one of the, you know, the main thing I was looking forward to when it came to to dumb that happened, and then of course they 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 did this too, which was very Zod-like. They did like an incoming transmission that, uh, that yeah. Is it's pretty Regen free. Him, I welcome this planet into his warm embrace. That voice of I his, see in the midst Jesus of, Christ. Warning he could rival. He could rival be uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. The Mother World is watching. The Mother World is watching. I made myself clear? So pretty sweet stuff right there. Yeah, well, Mama, film junkies here. Hi, Mom. Good to see ya. And then, uh oh, guys. Uh oh. Uh oh. I know some people weren't happy about this, but of course they just come up with excuses of this. But hey, what can I? What what can we say? Zach's a nice dude. Zach likes movies, so yes, Zach plans on seeing the Flash because Zach and Ezra are friends, and Zach, of course, is really good friends with the two VFX supervisors of The Flash. Recently, The Flash came out. That's obviously a film that piggybacks off of what you guys have built and done in the past. Have you guys gotten the chance to watch The Flash? What are you guys thinking? We haven't seen it yet. Travel we're going to see, we're we're see, see it next, see it next, next week. weekend. So we're super weekend. excited. Ezra, you know, I love him, and uh, I've been texting with him, and I'm, I'm just excited to see it. Recently, The Flash came out. So there you go. He's excited to see it and been talking with Ezra. That's great. I love that. No, he's lying. No, he's not. I mean, I literally, like, when I retweeted this, I had somebody that said, like, of course, Zach's polite. He's not going to throw a director on the bus. What? He, so you think he's actually talking shit behind the scenes? Like, he's talking shit about Andy? No! Zach's not like that. Zach is not a combative person. I hate when we have these ugh, really loud fans that make them sound like, you know, they, they project how they feel onto Zach. And it's like, that's not how Zach feels. Not how Zach feels. It's not how Zach feels. My God, I just hate that. I really hate that. <clears throat> not him, them. Oh, I know, I know. There's a lot of people that are just, uh, that That there, there's some people too that actually got upset with that because of the whole pronouns thing. But I remember reading or hearing or somebody told me, I think it might have been Enosh, because Enosh was talking with Ezra, that Ezra doesn't actually get upset with people if they don't use the they and them pronouns. So stop getting upset on the behalf of somebody else. That is happening too much nowadays. Stop getting upset and offended for other people. But I think I remember Enosh and somebody, maybe it was Saggy as well, because they were definitely big time into the whole Ezra stuff and communicating with Ezra and communicating with people who associated with Ezra that even if you were to say he or him, Ezra's not going to get upset about it. Okay, so stop being offended. Stop doing that. My God, don't do that. Zach is pushing 60. I know, right? He looks good. Guy takes care of himself. Guy takes care of himself. And then, of course, you got this right here. This beautiful poster, War Comes to Every World. And this poster has a lot going on with it right there. First off, I love the fact that it says a Zack Snyder film directed by Zack Zack Snyder, screenplay by Zack Snyder and Kurt Johnstad and Shea Hatton, and then, of course, directed by Zack Snyder, story by Zack Snyder. So you got Zack Snyder's name just right here. If you look down here, four times, and that's what I'm talking about, four times. War comes to every world. I love that. I love that. Ah, oh, there we go. Ah, oh, yes. We have a touching moment right here of Zach and Gal hugging each other. I was hoping that there would be a picture with Zach, Henry, and Gal, but sadly no picture exists. I don't know if they even saw Henry. Henry probably booked it. Again, as much as Henry was grateful to be on stage, it just felt like he did not want to be there and probably because he's, you know, it's his last season with all that and whatever the hell. But this was a touching moment right here, of course, of Gal and Zach Hugging each other and just a great moment right there. And I'm wondering what they were, you know, talked about. Probably just complimenting each other on the the, the films that they're doing for Netflix. So a good moment right here. You got to love that. You just got to love that. And then, yes, guys, um, I posted this right here because, you know, Sunday after having breakfast, you know, I was pretty caffeinated. I was full. Great breakfast that we have. I decided, you know what? Let's uh, let's stir the pot a little bit. Let's stir the pot. You guys know how I am. Sometimes I just decide to stir the pot and I posted this tweet right here. They got pretty, you know, got a lot of engagement naturally and I knew it would because it's like it's very easy just to just to do something like this, but mainly positive and mainly people agreeing. But of course, there's always going to be those detractors, but I posted this right here to all the hashtag ba- uh, bring back Zach Snyder people. No. Nah. Definitely not right now. DC and Warner Brothers Discovery are still a bit of a mess. Why would you want him back for that when we can can have more of this? I can't wrap my brain around it. Is that a bad thing to say? No, because obviously I was seeing that in my mentions, I was seeing that on my timeline, the whole hashtag bring back Zack Snyder. I'm like, no. Right now, I mean, obviously they're totally moving forward. Of course, they're letting James Gunn cook, and I and I say let James Gunn cook, do whatever the hell he's doing. Maybe something good can come from that. But at the same time, I'm like, bringing back Zach right now? No, you you want you want Zach to just drop what he's doing, building original content, original worlds. You want him to stop what he's doing right there to come back to the messiness that is DC and Warner Brothers Discovery right now? You really want that? That doesn't make it, again, stop projecting. Don't do that. We don't wanna bring him back right now. No, maybe later, maybe later when he's done doing all this stuff because he's doing three Rebel Moon movies, he's doing another Army of the Dead movie, Planet of the Dead, if that's still happening. Hopefully he has other projects that he's also trying to do and let the man cook over here. Let the man cook over here. So, yeah. It's just kind of funny. It's like, yeah, just bring them back because, you know, obviously looking at the flash box office and blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Again, it's like, uh, take the W that we got. Full circle was a celebration of what was accomplished by Zach and his fans. We got the Snyder cut to come out. Made history. Take that W. Take it. But let, now let's just have Zach build these new universes and keep them over here. Now, am I saying that he'll never come back for DC? Or am I saying that maybe there's something that could be happening when it comes to the conclusion of his story? Where, like in another form, not going to be live action. Got to accept that. Not going to be live action. But maybe something can happen in like a comic book form. I don't know. But as of right now, I do do not, and most of Zack Snyder's fans do not want him to come back to DC with how messy it is still. I mean, it's getting better, but it's still quite, it's not quite where it is, where it should be. It's going to take a little bit of time. So let him, keep him over here, building this universe. That's all we need right now. And I, yeah. He's not going to drop everything and then just come over here. I swear, I mean, I just don't understand some of these, uh, these fans that just don't grasp that. I mean, like I said, if you just look at some of, if you just take this tweet and you look at some of the quote tweets, you look at the response, I mean, it is a thread. I mean, look at it. It's, at, it's got, um, I don't know how many messages, but you could see like all these messages right here. It got, it got crazy. But, you know, that's what I do. I stir the pot sometimes. It's fun to stir the pot. I just... Just leave leave them be. We got to leave them be over here. Support that 100%. And I know, like, some people are like, oh, yeah, we don't mean to bring them back right now. I'm like, well, then why are you doing... It doesn't even... uh, I don't even get some of the excuses and everything like that. It's like, we don't mean to bring them back right now. I'm like, well, then what... Then why... Are you doing the hashtag? I mean, let, I mean, I guess we can campaign for that five years, six years, seven years from now. We can campaign for that. But why are you going to campaign for it right now if you don't mean right now? Just again, trying to wrap my brain around the logic of some of this stuff. I, I you know, I, it's hard to wrap my brain around the whole sell the Snyderverse to Netflix thing. Which of course I got responses like that too. Well, maybe they could go to Netflix, and I'm like, he's working on other shit. Even if, like, some magical event happened where, yes, it did get sold to Netflix, he's not gonna have time to do two different freaking big universes. Stop it. The man can only do so much. Only do so much. Wait. To let it be known that we want him back eventually. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not saying, again, I always say, like, keep on, you know, do whatever. If you want to keep on, hashtag sure. I'm just, I can't wrap my brain around it. Because I've actually talked to the man many times. Privately, publicly, Talk to the man. The man is happy what he's doing right now. But he loves the fact that he created some awesomeness when it came to D.C. And we accomplished something. And then speaking of, more Zack Snyder. Here we got Zach and Debbie talking about Rebel Moon. Oh, Rebel Moon, guys, we're super excited about this. For the people that are excited for for this movie, why do you, why do you feel so compelled to tell this story? Why is it so special to you? Yeah, I guess for me, it's a thing I've lived with for over 20 years. You know, it's uh, I'm passionate years, about fantasy and sci-fi, and really this to get an opportunity to like it. sort of create a world completely from scratch, there's nothing like it. So I hope that the Enthusiasm I felt for making it shows up on screen, and that the audience can feel the same. It's also a redemption story, and it's a a story of all these kind of broken heroes becoming the heroes that they are. So I really like the human, even though there's amazing planets and aliens and monsters and all of that. There's also just this really grounded story. And like just hearing everything you guys are saying, the things we've heard, the stills we've seen, it feels like you guys have done so so much work into building out this world. Do you guys see this being a franchise that continues long till after you guys are gone, or yeah, is this? I would hope so. That would be amazing. Yeah, I, I I would hope that we that we lay enough groundwork for um, you yes. know that if a movie kept wanting to go, it could go. But well, who do you guys think is going to be the fan f- Okay, I can only stand soup so much. Um, <laughs> No, but see, that's that's good. It's going to be a a long. Hopefully it's going to be a long running franchise, long running franchise, original franchise. Zack Snyder, 20 years in the making passion project. That's what I want Zack to make. Right now. Uh, And then I want Ben Affleck to make also great original movies, too, like he's capable of doing. Want that as well. There's the man in action right there holding the camera. This is, of course, um, I don't know, sure. I mean, I'm guessing that it's probably going to have something. It probably, of course, it's air. What am I thinking? It's air that he's doing this right there, so looking good. Oh, hey. <laughs> Where are my Dodger fans at? Where are my Dodger fans at? I think, I think Nighthawk already left. Is Mama Film Junkie out there? Is Jose out there? Any Dodger fans? That's right, that's right. Cheers to the uh, to the Giants sweeping the Dodgers over the weekend. So cheers to that. Beat L A. Sweep L A. Sorry, I just had to, I had to do that a little bit. I had to lose, I had to do that. I had to do that. See and also see Chris Wong Swenson. Okay. <laughs> Check my messages. Oh, everything okay? Oh yeah. Don't worry, we'll be. Okay. Yeah, I got that. Don't worry. Um. So, um, again, when it comes to that that fun side of the fandom, Chris Wong-Swenson, man. Um, I don't know. You know. I mean, he's publicly said that there's some craziness that's happening in his actual live. Life right now, and I, you know, I, you know, I want to send positive vibes over to Chris Wong-Swenson. But uh, when he posted, of course, his review uh, on Twitter of the Flash, of the Flash, you know, the Flash was a blast. Ezra Miller was uh, excellent as Barry Allen's, you know, Batman and stuff like that. Of course, he was positive about it, and then he got dog piled on. He got dog piled on. So he posted this right here. No, I didn't get paid for this, which a lot of people think that people are just being paid. Yo, you didn't agree with me, so you're being paid. You know how many times I've been accused of being paid by Warner Brothers? Oh, yeah. You've known the nutcases with YouTube channels that have said that I'm being paid by Warner Brothers. I wish I was. I wish. That'd be great. I I wouldn't have to have a fucking day job. I'd love that. He says, I don't care about Hollywood politics anymore. What's uh, the point when our own lives are in disarray? Just want to happily watch two plus hours of mindless entertainment and forget, to forget about the real world. Yes! Can we do that? Okay. I didn't enjoy Fast X that much. Am I gonna jump on somebody who did? No. I didn't like The Little Mermaid all that great. Am I gonna jump on someone who enjoyed it? No. Why are so many people miserable? Get offline. Anyways, more pictures right there. Zach with everybody. I'm sure these interviews are gonna be coming out. It's gonna be good. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Gal Gadot seemingly confirms she is done with Wonder Woman. I'm going to work as an actress for hire still, to me, starting and developing stories that I'm passionate about is an incredible thing. I mean, those are the quotes right there. But yes, this article right here, being interviewed, and uh, the title, of course, says, Gal Gadot feels empowered to focus on other stories after scrapped Wonder Woman 3. So basically, just kind of talking about that. To me, starting and developing stories I'm passionate about is an incredible thing. The fact that I don't have to sit still at home and just wait for the next offer is something that makes me feel empowered. I enjoy doing it. It keeps me alive. Of course, talking about that, I'm not going. I'm not only going to do my own projects. I'm going to work as an actress for hire still. But the fact that I can go ahead and tell the stories I'm passionate about from ideas that I conceived or from ideas that I find fascinating from people that want to partner with us. It's an incredible thing. So there you go. Yeah, she ain't coming back. She didn't promote her cameo in The Flash. Who knows what's going on with that? Obviously, we're going to be talking about the fact that she was actually cut out from The Flash at the end because she was supposed to make another appearance. Did not happen. So, yeah. I mean, we all, I've been telling you guys this. I've been telling you guys this for a while, that Gal is done. Gal is done because of what happened with all that. And, and, you know, again, I mean, after what, with everything this week, and I think everybody's just like, you know what, just reboot everything. Just reboot everything. It's happening. But good, good on Gal. Good on Gal. We love her as Wonder Woman. She will always be the first cinematic Wonder Woman. She's an excellent Wonder Woman. We got... You know, how many movies that she appeared in? Uh, we got BVS, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84. I know that wasn't everybody's favorite. And then, of course, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, and then, of course, she cameoed in Shazam. She cameoed in The Flash. So, I mean, we got a lot of Wonder Woman from her, and she's fantastic. It's going to be uh, a hard lasso to whip around for anybody who's going to take on that. That. But, uh, yeah, she's, she's done. She's absolutely done. I'm just kind of wondering... What's going to be happening? You know, because somebody was saying that she might sue. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up like suing breach of contract. I don't know who what's going to happen. Somebody was saying that in the chat last week. I don't know. But they said they have a source and who knows what that source is. That could be all BS, but wouldn't wouldn't shock me, though. But yeah, so she's done. I know. I wish we would have got that third movie. I wish we would have got that third movie, though. Uh, there's me, there's me, uh, Andre (laughs) and Ryan right there, uh, that, uh, Mr. Fear Jason did. So thank you Fear Jason. Hey, look at Scott McClellan. He got this father's day present. Um, this was a father's day present. He got this picture frame. So mama film junkie, good job again for taking this, uh, awesome picture right here of, uh, of us and you know, even Joey's right. I love how Joey fits perfectly right there. So it's just a, re- it's a really great picture. Probably one of my favorite pictures, if not my favorite picture, of, of uh, the Full Circle event right here. Just an awesome picture. He got it framed. I mean, it was such a quick picture. Steven looks, Steven looks small only because he's crouching. He's not, like, actually that small. We actually are the same height. But, uh, yeah, it was just kind of like Steven, like, got in there real quick just to be like that and uh, perfectly done right there. So, yeah, it's a good picture like that. So he got that as a, he got that, Scott got that as a Father's Day present right there. So good stuff. (laughs) Happy Father's Day from J-Lo. Happy, you know, daddy appreciation post. Oh, wow. It was kind of funny because when I was on um, the Amateur Hour stream yesterday, this was brought up. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez decided to post this about here with Ben Affleck. I mean, we have this image right here which, you know, it's a loving image of, you know, Ben Affleck and uh, Jennifer Lopez. And then we got this. (laughs) So she's, I mean, hey, nothing wrong with showing your man's physique. I mean, Ben Affleck's looking good. He's looking healthy, showing the abs. But I'm willing to bet that this picture is cropped. That's right. He went full Gone Girl, probably. Um, and then of course, you know, you can't show that online. So, you know, they cropped it right there, but Hey, <laughs> there you go. Appreciation. I mean, yes, ladies out there are, you know, they're appreciating the post, appreciating the post of Ben Affleck, uh, undoubtedly standing there bare to his ass and, uh, yeah, flexing the abs, showing the tats, the, ch- the chest hair and everything like that. So good on, good on that. Um, I mean Ben Affleck. Next, I mean, for her birthday or something. I don't, you know, mothers. I don't know. Mother's Day already passed. You know, show, shows, show a booty picture of J Lo. I don't know, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jesus, crazy. But good. I mean, he looks great. For you know, it's, man's fifty years old. He's healthy and in shape. Always gonna be in Batman shape. Always gonna be in Batman shape. All right, continuing on, Quentin Tarantino describes his final movie, The Movie Critic, as Travis Bickle, if he were uh, a film critic. So, yeah, if, uh, if you guys are wondering who Travis Bickle is, of course, uh, we're talking about Taxi Driver right here. So, essentially, it's going to be one of those kind of movies, which I'm looking forward to. So, Quentin Tarantino talking about his new movie, The Movie Critic, which will be great. Be great. We got Tom Cruise. We had a little premiere when it comes to Dead Reckoning, and so he's just and talking about is- he's just talking about that, telling how much he loves film and everything like that. So that's good. All right, continuing. Oh yeah, we got this right here too. So Mr. Jensen a- Ackles, Jensen Ackles, he was uh, asked recently at some event about. Being on the short list for Batman, Brave, and the Bold, and here's his uh, answer right here. Can you tell us about this rumor spreading online that you're on the top three list to pay Batman? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Even if I knew, I wouldn't tell you. That's why I, <laughs> exactly. I not the answer, but I wanted, I wanted to see the reaction. <laughs> Good reaction. It's a good reaction. He's playing it just right. I mean, could I do it? Sure. <laughs> Would I want to do it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Somebody said that, oh, That's Pedro Pascal. Did you mad when Pedro Pascal gets it. <laughs> Pedro, <laughs> just keep killing it, buddy. <laughs> Let me know when you pass on something. Seriously. Um, I, look, I do uh, Right now, nobody's talking about anything. Um, Writer's strike uh, is happening, of course. So. Everybody knows that there's a, there's a strike going on in the entertainment industry, and uh, until that gets uh, solved, the, nobody is having conversations about anything um people are having conversations in house but um those are not but conversations are happening those aren't necessarily conversations that are being talked about uh, outside so uh would it, would i entertain the the idea of playing my favorite superhero of all time nah, i'm good <laughs> uh, right it seems like a lot of work <laughs> you know gotta put on a a whole bat suit. It'd be a superhero. Oh, you like it? <laughs> I <I'd> love it. <laughs> I'd love it. See, you know what? And you know what? I wouldn't hate it if he ended up getting it. I would not hate it. I mean, he's already been doing the voice on the animated movies for f- how many movies has he done the voice for Batman in the animated movies? So why not? I would not hate it. Not at all. Why do women in the uh, why do the women in the crowd keep on laughing? Why does it matter, Axel? You would love that, too, if they kept laughing at everything you said. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Sasha Kaye says uh she's met with Peter Saffron about the future uh as Supergirl. It felt like my whole life was preparing me for this role in a way. So fingers crossed because even if you didn't like the movie, hopefully people appreciated that she portrayed the character pretty well. It was great. I I really dug the character, I really dug her take on the character. And I wouldn't mind seeing her in the Supergirl world, uh, Woman of Tomorrow. Um, right. Is that what the, what it is? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing her in the role still, and I wouldn't be surprised if they keep her. Because if you already have her there and she's already excited to do it and she's already done a lot of the training and everything like that, and you could probably still get her, get her for cheap because, let's face it, when it comes to this new DC slate, they have to keep that budget pretty damn low because they just can't do huge, huge budgets anymore. I would still want her to do it. And keep the costume, you know, maybe tweak the costume a little bit, but you already have the costume. I'm just thinking about it when it comes to saving, saving money, saving money when it comes to all this. I'm just thinking about that. So you already got the costume. She's already fitted for the costume. She already has done the wire work, training, and everything. I think it would be smart if they just kept her. They kept her for the Supergirl movie that they have on the slate. I think that would be great. I, would think, that, I think that would be absolutely fantastic if, if, he, uh, if they did that. is only bringing in his friends. Yeah, don't be one of those people, the bang. Don't be doing that hyperbole bullshit. I hate that shit. Stop it. Here, we got a behind-the-scenes image right here. The cast right here. We got, of course, Ezra. We got... (laughs) I love... You can kind of see his... It almost looks like underwear on the suit right there. But yeah, we got the whole crew right there. We got Keaton right there. Obviously, we know we're... Some of this is. I mean, there's a lot of sand right there. And then of course we got the stand in for young Ezra right there. And we got this like we got this like sky blue background. I would say that's mostly why that scene kind of looks like they all have an outer glow to them. I know some people didn't like how that scene looked in the flash. And I and I and I could see it. You know everything was just too bright. It was there was a lot of daytime stuff, so there was like this outer glow hue that was coming off of them. It's fine. And then more behind the scenes photos. We got Mr. Uh, Rick English, who of course was the stunt dude for uh, for Bat for Batfleck on the bike. Pretty sweet. So they're posting all kinds of behind the scenes stuff. Let's keep going keep going oh yeah and then we got this right here we'll get to oh look at this guys oh boy what what do we see here we got some new behind-the-scenes images from Batgirl the movie that was cancelled look at this right here what are we doing a callback to the bell tower freaking scene in Batman 89. Obviously on this laptop right here, that is that looks like it's from Batman 89. But these monitors are showing like another kind of like a little bell tower thing. Look at how good Keaton looks right here. Keaton looks absolutely fantastic right here in this shot. My God. And we got this behind the scenes shot right here with the Batmobile, with Batgirl and, uh, and him. That's pretty sweet. That's a cool little shot right there. And then we got, of course, Miss, uh, Miss Grace, Miss Leslie Grace. Right here, just posing for uh, a shot as she's just sitting at a, on a chair right there in this church. So I'm just saying. Man, you got a writer's strike happening. Why not just freaking release this damn movie? You know, rider strike happening. Throw, you know, finish the, I don't know. I mean, it's already got principal photography done. You might as well just release. I don't know. Why not? I know it's not fitting in the news, in, uh, in the news story, but you might as well just do it. You might as well just do it. Why not? Just freaking release it. Get it out there. Why not? Leslie Grace who? Jesus, Axel, do you really want me to call you a woman hater today? <laughs> My God, man. All right, so that's pretty much it when it comes to the tweets sorry, that took so long. But you know, it is Monday, so let's uh, let's get into it. Let's let's talk about this alternate ending because we got a new uh, we got a new article that's talking about the alternate endings right there. We Got the uh, alternate. Or uh, whoops, don't turn that off. So let's talk about the endings or the end. Well, again, spoiler alert. Talking spoilers here. Okay, it's been out. I already did a spoiler discussion. I have a spoiler video. Spoilers galore. If you haven't seen her already, or if you haven't been spoiled, that's pretty crazy. If you haven't been spoiled by now, I mean, my God, it's like spoilers galore out right there. But yes, we're gonna talk about the endings. And it's kind of and it's funny too, because I've actually kind of talked about the ending uh, when it came to all this. I talked about it on the members only stream, and then I posted a shot, a short from that members only stream. So check this out. So check this out. We got this article that came out from The Hollywood Reporter. Inside The Flash ending and that cameo secretly filmed six months ago. So they're talking about this. Hollywood secrets have become notoriously hard to keep, but Warner Brothers and the filmmakers of The Flash pulled off a doozy with the final moments of their DC film. After more than 25 years, George Clooney returned to the role of Bruce Wayne, marketing a remarkable change of heart for an actor who was unequivocally done with the role. It was also a secret that the studio was able to keep tight for close to six months. Not really, because I mean we got to remember that uh, you know that that, that a certain uh, a certain person out there was totally blew the lid on it. Uh, I can't find the drop, but you guys know who I'm talking about, Grace. Miss Grace Randolph put it out there, but then of course she went above. She went even a little too far because she said that George Clooney was going to end up being the DCU Batman. And I was going, that doesn't even make any goddamn sense. I said... When I, when I was like hearing about all this, I said it would be sweet if like, you know, obviously when we're dealing with multiverse and maybe something happens where like Barry actually comes back to, to his reality that he thinks and we see a Batman there and then the cow comes off and it's actually George Clooney. I thought like that would be kind of like a cool idea, but they did something different with this one, which, you know what, when it comes to the George Clooney coming out of the car, I, I laughed, I dug it both times I saw it, the theater lit up. It's a fun gag. I, I, I liked the little switcheroo thing. I, I thought it was cool. There was a dude, like a couple of seats over that said, the best Batman is back. The best Batman is back. He was like having a good time with it. It's a funny little gag, but let's talk about some of the, uh, some of the things that were actually supposed to happen though. When it, um, when it came to, When it came to what was actually supposed to happen in the movie, let's see. Obviously, they talk a lot about Clooney right here. And then it said right here it was also the third ending crafted for the film, which director Andy Muschietti made through three separate regimes at Warner's. Three separate regimes. This is, again, if you want to know why the box office sucks, The Flash serves as a study of a movie that survived and evolved in a rapidly changing media landscape facing the dictates of several sets of studio heads and a multi-billion dollar acquisition. The Flash began uh, began life under the studio regime of Toby Emmerich and his lieutenant, DC Films boss, Walter Hamada. (laughs) Most of the shooting and post-production was undertaken under the leadership with the movie as a part of a Hamada's plan to have Flash build to a major reset of the entire DC Cinematic Universe, departing from the one established by filmmaker Zack Snyder with Man of Steel a decade ago. Hamada planned a Flash sequel and then wanted to move to a movie inspired by the 1980s classic comic event Infinite, uh, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. The Flash was originally conceived and shot, ended on the courthouse steps with Supergirl, played by Sasha Kaye, and Batman, played by Michael Keaton. We saw those set photos. We saw the set photos of both of them there. We saw her, that she was there too, on a harness. We saw Michael Keaton in the crowd. So there was going to be that ending where, again, if you, you know, if you watch the movie and the whole spaghetti multiverse kind of thing, is like, even though that he tried to, you know, he fixed... He kind of fixed something, but he also did tweak something, too, because, let's face it, Barry went back and, yes, took the tomato can out of the cart, so then his mom does still die, but then he put the tomatoes up above so that the camera would end up seeing Henry Allen's face. So he still did a little bit of tweakage, so there's still a multiverse intersection, something happened and whatever the hell, so then when he got back to his timeline, his multiverse, something still overlapped so we still got Michael Keaton's Batman, we still got Sasha Kaye's Supergirl. So that was definitely shot right there. But naturally of course, a new Flash ending was conceived. This version was still on the courthouse steps, but now Kaye's Supergirl was joined by Superman played by Henry Cavill and Wonder Woman played by Gal Gadot. Keaton also remained. Deluca and Abdi believed they were being strategic when it with the ending, Cabell was going to cameo for D- for the DC movie, of course, Black Adam, and was uh, teed up to return to the role in a brand new Superman movie. Supergirl was retained because even though the executives were killing the development of the standalone Supergirl movie, they were open to her returning in some form and didn't want the last image audiences saw of her to be her death At the hands of supervillain, of course, General Zod. Too bad that's what we have now. So meanwhile, um, was, you know, obviously the studio was developing the third installment of Wonder Woman with filmmaker Patty Jenkins and, and of course, Gal Gadot. This was a nice way to keep the Wonder, uh, Wonder Woman in the cultural conversation. The ending was shot in September involving Miller, Cavill and Gadot, as well as Keaton and Kaye. So they were all going to be interacting with each other. Then came another lightning strike. In November, Zaslav announced that the filmmaker James Gunn and producer Peter Saffron were were to run DC Studios overseeing all the DC film and television efforts. And suddenly, and certainly not unexpectedly, they had their own plans. Which, yes, they had their own plans. That's what happened. So they removed all of that and just had a traditional ending and then had that gag at the ending. And yes, I would like to actually see this ending and maybe we could see it in some form or fashion whatever but i told you guys too well at least i told the patreon and the members only because i'm not a scooper so was just like all right i'll give a little tea for the patreon a little tea for for the uh for the members only is uh we weren't going to see superman we were going to see clark kent we weren't going to see wonder woman we were going to see diana prince they were going to be obviously their identities and congratulating him and everything like that when it came to ben affleck is obviously we know we've heard about it before was the fact that he was going to be lost somewhere in the multiverse because we got michael keaton's bruce wayne batman so obviously his is somewhere else and i i mentioned this i think on that members only stream um and i i think i did yeah we're basically there was going to be an initial concept and this is from you know Obviously, I'm not going to give away the source, but, you know, I was having conversations with somebody who was known, like, what was actually, what were they planning when it came to the ending of The Flash? But they were going to do a callback. They were planning on doing a callback to BBS and have some kind of cosmic thing happen where Barry was going to get kind of visited by, by Batfleck, by Ben Affleck's Batman. Where he was going to be like, find us, you know, you, you know, obviously when Barry said that in the Batcave, you have to find us, you have to find us, kind of thing. It was going to be now Bruce saying that for him, but then it, they weren't going to do that because then it's like, okay, so how does he end up doing that? So then it was just going to be like Barry's monitors in his apartment that were going to just start flickering like crazy, and then all of a sudden you're going to see you're going to see Bruce show up, and he's going to be like, what happened, Barry? What did you do? And blah 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 blah, come find us and everything like that. So. That was going to be the original ending when it came to that. The whole uh, Aquaman ending, that was always a part of it. That wasn't anything that was newly shot. That was part of the original thing, too. That was always going to be there. But, yeah, we're we're going to get that Ben Affleck on the monitor and anything like that. And if you're wondering, too, what I used for the thumbnail for that, because obviously you can't really see it right now, but obviously I used Henry Cavill and uh, Gal Gadot as, you know... Um, as Clark and Diana, right here. But in the middle, if you saw the thumbnail, you have Batfleck. You have Ben Affleck on the screen, right there. Well, I mean, I, if you guys remember, Mr. Vega, official, he's the one that, uh, he's the one that uh, made that 3D art right here. So if you guys remember, he posted this right here. That's where it's from. This is all AI animation, not AI animation, but CG animation, You know, it's all animation. So that's what I pulled it from. If you haven't checked it out, check out Mr. Vega Official. He's got all kinds of stuff like this, really good stuff. I talked about him before, but that's where I got the um, that's where I got him on the monitor. I was like, you know what? I want to like capture that. So maybe it was something like that. So just really cool stuff that that guy was doing over there. So if you go to his Instagram, he's posting all things like that. So, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, maybe we can get some kind of something. We get those endings. We get something like that. I don't know. Who knows? But um, yeah, I mean, it's just all I mean, when it comes to this movie, when it comes to everything, I mean, I understand why they didn't keep the original ending, because it's like, all right, we're not going forward with that anymore. And obviously Batgirl is canceled, but we all kind of hope we see Batgirl as well. I mean, it's, it's all been kind of interesting. It's all been kind of interesting because we know that we're getting a new slate. And we know The Flash was still going to try to set things up in the future. But I don't know. It's just this movie has just been cursed from, you know, from the from the from from day one. Ever since it was shown on a slate on CW with Kevin Smith and guy with the ball cap, Jeff Johns. This movie has been cursed. This movie has been cursed. And I think I want to talk more. I'm going to talk more about that on Wednesday. On Wednesday stream i'm gonna talk more I'm gonna talk more about the timeline of uh you know the directors the writers and everything like that because that's you know people have been talking about that as well it's just how much it's uh it's just been crazy when it comes to this goddamn movie I mean it's just been cursed it's been absolutely cursed so let's, let's jump right into it box office oh man the box office yep the frick Skin box office yikes yeah we all had high hopes for the flash i thought it had potential to at least maybe attempt to get close to a billion maybe it had potential to get to a billion because i thought oh well the hype seems to be out there when the trailer came out the hype was just lifted up when, uh, you know, the reactions, the first reactions when it came to the movie, the hype was way up there. But, man, it took a wicked turn uh, this past week. Last week, it took a wicked turn. But let's go ahead and look at the uh, the box office numbers over the weekend. And, yeah, it wasn't too pretty, even though it still won the box office. But, yes, it came in uh, number one. But only with 55.7 million domestic. Not so great. But then, of course, you know, now it's been updated. Now it's at sixty four point two million domestic seventy four point five international and then of course we have a grand total of one hundred and thirty eight point seven i know some people in some headlines were saying that it didn't even make as much as black adam ouch i would have thought it would have, have obliterated black adam but sadly it did not it uh yeah it only made that much It only made that much when it came to uh, the box office and I was like, damn, that sucks. But it's just kind of weird because you also had a Pixar movie that came out, Elemental, and this only sits at $45.2 This was like a weird weekend when it came to the box office. I mean, you got a Pixar movie that came out, an original Pixar movie that, that came out, and it did way worse. Did way worse. When it came to the box office, we have Transformers Rise of the Beast had a sixty six point one percent drop. Ouch. That movie sits at two hundred and seventy eight point nine right there. So that movie had a pretty significant drop. And then, of course, you had the blackening that came out six million domestic. I'm not sure if it got released worldwide. Okay, it's at seven million right there. I heard that movie was funny. And then, of course, you had a limited release of Asteroid City. Limited release of Asteroid City. So what happened? So what happened when it came to the box office? Why did the box office... I mean, I... We can only hope that it could have legs. I mean, there's not a blockbuster movie that's coming out this week. We have that Jennifer Lawrence movie that comes out this week. So, I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe that movie will be a big hit. Who knows? But that's the only movie that's coming out this week. And I think the following week, that's when Indiana Jones comes out. But... Um, will it have legs? Uh, it's not looking like it's going to have legs, but you never know. Because again, when it came to Aquaman, the first Aquaman, that made 69 million domestic and it ended up making a billion dollars. So you never know what could happen when it comes to the international markets, especially seems like domestically, it's not going to be happening. But what happened? Could it be that uh, the Ezra Miller controversy, could that have affected it? Absolutely. Probably not with a lot of the uh, general audience, but you know, you see... You see the headlines. You see all that stuff. You see that there's controversy and, uh, and everything, and people are just going to read the headlines. They're not going to do the research where a lot of that was blown way out of proportion, for sure. I'm not saying that Ezra is an angel. No, but a lot of that was blown way out of proportion. If you do your research, you, you know about that. Um, could it be that the announcement of the new DCU slate? Absolutely. That was a weird thing. We all kind of went, yeah, it's kind of weird that you have four DC movies coming out this year and you're already announcing a whole complete new slate that's starting two years from now. That mu- that was probably a mistake. I'm, I'm thinking that was not smart. It wasn't smart to do that, even though it was like exciting. Like, OK, cool, we're going to get this universe and it's going to have some craziness that's going to be involved. But at the same time, it's like you still have four movies right here. So that probably had some effect with it, absolutely. When it comes to everything that's happening with the Cavill thing and and the Snyderverse still kind of intact, kind of not, did that have some effect with it too? Yes, I think it's just people are like, eh, they don't even know what they're doing right there. Warner Brothers doesn't know what they're doing. The last movie, Shazam, nobody was like, you know, who cares about that? Uh, Black Adam, of course, was like, oh, that's cool. Hey, Henry Cavill's back, but then now he's not. That probably had some effect with it, too. Sure. There's a lot of things that could have ha- had an effect. Uh, do I think that the fan screenings, the numerous fan screenings had an effect? Yes. Another dumb idea. What the fuck were you thinking? What the fuck were you thinking having so many fan screenings? I can understand... One week, have a few fan screenings. One week, sure, give fans the opportunity to give influencers, cosplayers the opportunity to do all that. But it was every week there was like a fan screening. Every week. Did you not think things were going to leak? If you're going to do something like that, you better lock up some fucking cell phones because people are going to take pictures and video of a lot of this shit because they don't give a shit. They're going to leak it online. They want the views, they want the clicks and everything. I think that had a pretty significant impact on the box office. I thought that was just, I just couldn't believe how many freaking fan screenings were happening, you had like a four weeks, like four weeks worth of fan screenings. Dumb, that was dumb. To me that was freaking dumb and I think that had a, a big time impact because the hype was pretty high when it came to just initial screenings, CinemaCon, that was fine, but man, that last week when things leaked online, the cameo shots and everything, that had, I mean, the 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 tone of the, the hype just it did a 180 flip. People were going like, "Fuck this movie. This is ridiculous and all this kind." I mean, it was just yeah, it was messy. It was pretty crazy. I think that had a significant part of all this stuff too. I thought that Keaton was a big selling point. That's why they were pushing hard. When it came to the marketing which i totally understood i thought that it was gonna have a huge market but you never know maybe it, it could still have some life still have some legs who knows but yeah I, it's it's it sucks that that's the case and you know now it's going to be talked about for the rest of our freaking lives you know how that is you know similar to how people will still bring up the fact that bbs should have made a billion dollars and it only made a hundred 873 you know those people still that now you're going to have the people who were defending that now throwing shade over here saying like, yeah, The Flash, you know, did this, this, and this, you know. But, you know, and another thing, too, is The Flash movie could become a cult, you know, it could become a cult classic as well. Could also become a cult classic and have that audience. I mean, I, no matter what, I still enjoyed the shit out of it. I can't wait to watch it again. I'll probably watch it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll see it again in the theater or when it finally comes out on video, which apparently that's not going to be till... Later on this year, of course, but it might digital digitally it might show up a, you know, a little sooner since it's not if it doesn't do well at the box office. But I mean, it, d- it doesn't change anything with me. I still enjoyed it. Enjoyed it more the second time. Yes. I mean, there's things that don't work in there, but there's I, but for the most part, like what Chris Wong Swenson said, you know, I could just turn, you know, just turn the brain off and just be like, hey. Here's a movie, it's enjoyable, it's got nostalgia, it's a love letter to DC, and I enjoy it. I mean, obviously, yeah, we'll talk more about things on Wednesday when it comes to this, because there's a lot more things to even talk about, especially when it comes to those VFX that everybody is just, like, thinking it's the worst thing in the world, but, you know, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just sad, sad. I really thought that this might have uh, been a, like, you know, it was going to open up like well into the 200 millions, maybe even touching the 300. I was like, maybe this thing will be uh, huge. Would keeping the November 2022 date have helped? No, because they needed more time to, uh, they needed more time. I mean, maybe it would have, it would have been better if it did come out in November because it's not up against a bunch of summer blockbusters. That could have had some, would have an impact, but at the same time, it's like, you know, the VFX, people are already complaining about the VFX. They were probably not as, you know, polished then. So, yeah, I don't think that November date was ever going to actually happen, sadly. But so we'll see. Maybe it can. You never know. Could have some some running legs. Probably not going to happen. But hey, poor poor. I, again, Annie Muschietti. I I still think he's a talented filmmaker, and looking forward to Batman: Brave and the Bold. I don't care what anybody says. And then speaking of that new DCU slate, when it comes to James Gunn. All right, so we all are, we already know, we all already know that the test screens, our screen tests, are happening with actors. Auditions are happening. He's talked about it. He talked about it on Michael uh, Rosenbaum's podcast, saying that yeah. He's had some uh, auditions and there's some names out there that are just absolute lies. We had that Pearson Foday guy release his audition where he went above and beyond with the stunt crew and some VFX were in there, which I, I appreciated. I thought that was pretty cool, but apparently I don't even think he's going to be on the shortlist. We know that Nicholas Holt and uh, Mr. Corn Sweat are the ones that are seem like they're the top ones right here. But we have James Gunn, who posted on, I guess, Mastodon You know, I guess there's still those alternative Twitter social media stuff that people were claiming that they were going to because they think that Elon Musk is like Lex Luthor or something like that. But uh, so we got this right here. I'm blown away. James Gunn hypes up Superman movie reboot actors. So this is what this is his quote right here that he posted over on that social media. Amazing, amazing weekend of auditions for Superman Legacy. I'm blown away by some of these actors among the best I've ever seen or worked with. Wow. Best he's ever worked with? Well, Jesus Christ, you're going to hurt Chris Pratt's feelings. How dare you? No, but uh, that's good. Obviously, you gotta hype it up. He didn't want to put it on Twitter, though. That's what's funny. He didn't put that on Twitter because, you know, let's face it, it's gonna get pretty crazy. So I'm just kind of wondering: Are we thinking that we're gonna get the casting at least for Superman Clark and Lois before Comic Con or at Comic Con? Maybe I'll run a poll for the ne- for next stream, but. What are we thinking? Do you think they should they should probably save it for Comic-Con, right? I think they they should save it for Comic-Con, bring him out on stage, show the logo, show all that and everything. Apparently, he's also I mean, they've been testing. I mean, they have a Superman costume. I don't think it's the finalized Superman legacy costume. They might have the Reeves version. They might have the, the, the Man of Steel version. They might. Who knows? Who knows what costume they're working with, but obviously you have to do a little bit of a screen test with some kind of Superman costume, and they might have Dean Cain's costume, for all we know. That had a huge S on it. Nice S. Anyways, so I'm just kind of wondering, like, uh, yeah, I mean, Comic-Con should be the way to do it. Comic-Con should be the way to do it, but... They might be a little antsy when it comes to this, especially after The Flash not doing well at the box office. They might be like, we got we to gotta, like, announce this right now and, and, and get some hype back up. They might be doing that. Maybe at one point they were going to announce things at Comic-Con, but maybe now they're going to do it earlier because of what's happening with The Flash. So I think they should wait to Comic-Con and really have, you know, blow away, blow away that freaking Hall H, blow it all away, Okay. Do that. I think they should wait. Announce them on stage. Even if you have the entire cast, bring them up on stage, show the logo. Hell, even if you have a fucking costume, put the guy in the costume. But I don't think they'll do that. That might be a little too over the top. 2024 Comic-Con, that's when they can actually do something like that. But yeah, Comic-Con should be the best way to do it. Apparently, we might get another trailer at Comic-Con. There might be another trailer coming out. A Star Wars-like trailer from a certain director? Anyways, okay. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Speculating. Oh, boy. (laughs) Here we go. All right, guys. Are we ready for this? Are we ready? I haven't watched it yet. I've seen still shots and maybe even some clips on twitter but yes craven the hunter the official trailer came out today i think it actually leaked at first again you just things just leak now because i heard i was hearing that the trailer was going to come out wednesday but it leaked online so they just released it online so um let's go ahead and watch this damn thing I haven't watched it. We're watching the 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 red band trailer, so you know just to let you guys know it's gonna get you know. There's I, apparently there's some graphic stuff that happens here, so you've been warned. You've been warned. All right, let's see what this is all about right here. Oh boy, it's just gonna be an R-rated Morpheus, isn't it? Here's Hunt. Ouch. I mean, that's pretty cool. I don't like that. Too many spiders. Crystal Nolan flick. My son, never. She's running barefoot, right? Yeah. Ooh, that was pretty cool. Action packed. We, are predators. Oh, I yeah, forget that Russell. I always forget that a Russell Crowe plays his father. Boys, your mother is dead. Holy she died because you sent her away. She was weak, sick in her mind. You know my business, yes? Power. A lot of blood splatter. If you show weakness, you will give our enemies an opening. Fucking Lion King! Shut. He's weak, like his mother. Leave him. What happened that day? I stared death in the face, and for the first time, I saw my true self. Cool eyes. Tell me about this hunter. They say he uses a connection with animals to track his prey. <laughs> Once you're on his list, there's only one way off. There's six of us, not only one of you. There's six of you now. Uh-oh. Fuck him up! <laughs> Oh my god! He just penguins! He just penguins that guy's knows! My father puts evil into the world. I take it out. I think you've some kind of honor. The aren't exactly born. exactly like our father. Just another man hunting for a trophy. They're the murderers. <laughs> Isn't that what he taught us? that to me anymore now there's the cost Mr. Taglin Mr. Taglin where's Mr. Taglin oh you're standing in him whoa you're a goddamn lunatic oh you just figure that out now That's Okay. There is an animal in each one of us. Don't you want to know why they call me the Rhino? Oh! Okay. Okay. Not... Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I will say that. Not as bad. It's interesting. I... You know, it's probably still going to suck, but you know. It's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. There are some people out there that are making it seem like it was really awful, like like you know full on Morbius awfulness. But that actually wasn't too bad. I'm like, all right, I'm with it. But I mean, at the same time, it's just it's just sad that it took it took one, it took three, it took two Venom movies, and it took one Morbius movie to finally be like, hey, let's make a R-rated, you know, let's make it R-rated. Finally. And then, of course, we have the uh, the infamous pose of Craven the hunter, which they nailed on his little throne right here. And, uh, you know. What, looking at this poster, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I got to do some more crunches. Mr. Aaron Taylor Johnson and flexing those abs. But yeah, it's a pretty cool poster. It looks A.I. Looks like it was generated by A.I., though. Anybody else feel like that way? This was like generated by A.I. Maybe it was. It's already taking over jobs, but I don't know. I'll still check it out. But yeah. Doesn't look that bad. I mean, there's some things in there. I hate the whole, like, I mean, it's still gonna be the same concept of like, this is a villain, but it's an anti-hero in this. It's like, oh yeah, they're all fucking anti-heroes, aren't they? They're all anti-heroes. So what's gonna happen when they actually finally, like, take go after Spider-Man? We don't root for them anymore, right? We're gonna root for them here, but not-I don't know. There's always that anti-hero spin they put on it, but but yeah, the trailer is actually not bad. It's not bad. And it's, you know, it's, I, I think some of that action looks actually pretty good. And the fact that it's R rated, that makes it even better. So I'm, I, you know, I dug it. I dug it. All right. Let's go ahead and, uh, go with the questions right here. I didn't post it on YouTube. So we'll just go with, uh, Let's see, yep, we'll go right here. All right, let's go to the Twitter questions. All right, let's see. Hey, let me make sure there's nothing. Okay, we're good. Showing no no shots of anything or whatever the hell. All right, Eric, hey Dave, my friend and I are gonna be seeing Flash tonight. Wish us luck, good luck. (laughs) Uh, now, riddle me this. Which Batman do you find most likely to be one showing up in the version of Aquaman 2 that actually gets released? Odds it might be Clooney? No. I don't think there no Batman's going to show up in Aquaman. Remember, they did Keaton at one point because that was the timeline that they were going for. And then they're not going for that anymore. They weren't going for that anymore. So they changed it. They changed it. What? When, when did they change it? It was last year. It was before Gunn came on, I believe. Uh, and they changed to the Ben Affleck. And then I, I don't think that there's not going to be a Bruce Wayne Batman cameo in the in in Aquaman anymore. I guarantee you that. Andrea. Hold that, Dave. I was just thinking about the Flash movie, and I realized that Barry is half Hispanic. Yeah, that's what they made him. I mean, yeah. They did. That's what they did. They switched that up. Uh, nicotina andre dave which ending to the flash would you have preferred hamada deluca and ab abney <laughs> or gun and saffron's ending um wow you're trying to get me you're trying to throw me under the bus here nicotina you, you know if i said hamada if i did say hamada you're gonna get me uh you know you can get those Snyder fans to, re- you know, those those diehard, the the, the diehard Snyder fans to jump on me. Uh, I actually just I I wanted the combination. I would actually like to see have seen Clark and Diana in there. Boomish. I was absolutely baffled by the audience response. It's true. It's a true DC film in every sense. I think it's because I've watched The Flash show and I loved it so much. But this movie doesn't deserve this reaction at all. Sure, VFX was not good. But why is that the only metric to judge a movie? Again, you either have to love it or you have to freaking hate it. And then you have to say that every piece of VFX shot, all the VFX shots are horrible, garbage, hot trash. Because people like to just, you know, do that whole hyperbole thing. Jacob Rangel, do you think Superman Legacy should release later than 2025 because of all the drama? Or is it fine where it's at? We got two years. It's fine. Yeah, two years is fine. Andrew Casali, after seeing The Flash, the movie proved to me why Michael Keaton will always be M I O, I M O. I I.M.O. I think you meant Batman. You got to you got to type slower there. Um, Batman, in my opinion, the definitive live action Batman and still be for years to come. I loved him before in his two Tim Burton movies, but the Flash amped up. Oh, yeah, they definitely amped him up, which was great. It was great to see him like do some more fantastical shit and really take on like a bunch of dudes. It was great. It was absolutely great. 90s kid, 2382, Dave, do you think Gun and Saffron are on the hot seat now? Oh, they've been on the hot seat ever since they took the fucking job. But yeah, I'm sure like now they're, you know, the the people above them are a little bit more nervous because I think they all thought that The Flash was going to do gangbusters. Jamin Watson, Dave and Michael Rosenbaum Rosenbaum podcast, James said the DCU will have some fantasy elements in, in there. Do Superman legacy, all well, that. Futuristic Metropolis-like? I hope so. I mean, I think it's going to be grounded, but it would be kind of cool to, to make Metropolis look a little bit more futuristic. Cooper Knox, Craven is either going to be entertaining like the Venom movies or it, or it could wind up being another Morbius. Yeah, I hope it's, I hope it's entertaining like the, uh, the Venom movies. I mean, the trailer was not that bad. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, I saw the flash today. It was really great, but I get what people meant by the CGI issue. I noticed it, but I didn't care because I was invested in the characters and the story. Yeah, it's got good. The characters in the story are great, in my opinion. I love seeing the cameos. Not going to spoil it for others. There were uh, great moments except for one. Except for I'm, I'm sure he's talking about Clooney, right? Darkness under the wind, Dave. Number one, with the plans the old regime had for Keaton scrapped, especially with how Flash ended. Could you see him returning as Batman one final time in a crossover event if Gunn and Saffron decide to do that? Yes, and we got to remember that Gunn really loved the Flash and had been saying that. Question two: Would you have rather wanted? Uh, would you have rather wanted the, the ending of the Flash be about the DCU? Of, Being created rather than what Gunn and Saffron actually did. No, they didn't need to start. There was no way that we were going to see anything with the new uh, the new slate in there. It's way too early. Ronnie. uh, Let's see. Do you think hypothetically, do you think box office would have made a difference if it was Christian Bale Batman instead of Keaton? No, I don't think it would have really made a difference, to be honest. And then finally, Devin Wouter. Dave, I just watched The Flash. It was really good. I don't know what is up with people saying about the CGI. Did they ever see the Marvel movies with CGI like Thor 4 and Ant-Man 3? And what do you rank? And what do you rank The Flash for me? It's my number two because I uh, really, really like uh, John Wick 4. Okay, you're talking about for the year? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's up there, probably in my top five. But across the Spider-Verse, John Wick 4. You know, those in my, you know, I, I enjoyed those more, you know, definitely did. Uh, and then I'm trying to think of what other movies came out that maybe I enjoyed. I don't know, but uh, it, it's up there. It'd probably be in my top five currently right now. Um, but we'll see where it ends. I mean, we got Indiana Jones coming out. We got Mission Impossible coming out. We got Dune. Um, but right as of right now, I would probably say maybe it's my third because, yes, I did like I Cross the Spider-Verse is just mm, Masterpiece, John Wick four just freaking excellent and uh yeah I would say maybe right now if I'm thinking about it because I'm I'm trying to remember all the movies but right now currently I would say that it's maybe number three right now but yeah it's not it didn't even after seeing it twice did not beat out Cross the Spider Verse and John Wick for sure so. so there you go guys that is the show appreciate you guys. Joining me today, always fun. This one went on for a bit. We had a lot to talk about. We got more to talk about, too, on Wednesday. Like I said, there's more Flash stuff when it comes to interviews with Andy and everything and uh, set, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff and just more info. And then we might talk about the timeline of the Flash movie, which probably affected the box office as well. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Do all that stuff. Hit that like, thumbs up. Subscribe to uh, become a member do everything like that follow me on all the sock meds that are around me right here uh, if you want to support me on patreon do so every little bit it helps guys much appreciated just like super chats and tips and all that stuff really does help out the pirate ship uh, yeah and i love you guys i'll see you guys on wednesday all right talk to you later